0: and welcome to the five w's podcast i'm aj and i'm here with Macca. so let's start looking at episode four of the nevers
1: who uh i don't know maybe lucy since it's her last episode i don't know
0: every other episode up until now it's very yeah it's really easy to say okay it's focusing on this person this person this person but this one was just like ah whatever yeah lucy Mm. uh what episode five of the nevers where set in victorian london When? Set in the Victorian era.
1: Why? To set the cause of this show back by making a dull episode after the fun of the last episode. That's a fairly accurate assessment.
0: (laughs) All right, the episode begins. Everybody is sad. At the end of the previous episode, Mary was assassinated right when she was singing her beautiful song. The women of the orphanage set out to bury Mary, a group of men who are part of a growing movement Known as the purists, those who are opposed to the touched, gate crush the funeral, and start abusing the funeral goers. What, what I love about that was that they start up with a purist. It's like, it's, it's, yeah, this is the first we've heard about them. They're just carrying on like they've been there all along. And it's like, mm. no, no. And and Monday has them arrested. And it's like, God, they, they don't even arrest the um, Westboro Baptist Church in our era. So I don't know why these guys <laughs> got arrested anyway um amalia is not present at the funeral she is too busy enjoying herself by drinking in bars and fighting and it's implied probably barking as well yes. <laughs> um i guess this is supposed to illustrate the inner turmoil she's experiencing due to the loss of mary you can see what they're trying to do with this but it just doesn't ah. really quite work because she does look like she's having too much fun you know if if it was more of a gritted through gritted teeth sort of thing it would work but they she just doesn't get the chance to perform it that way
1: yeah i agree yeah it just it it seemed forced it it just sort of like i don't know the i don't know if it's the acting was i mean she i think she's a good actress but like it just seemed i don't know just tagged on
0: yeah i I think she's a great actress i i I think she's a great actress in many ways and they've um they've kind of implied that this is the sort of thing she likes to do and they had her doing a mm-hmm. little bit of it in episode one but they haven't been back to it since yeah so so all of a sudden to be back to it it's like yeah okay whatever yeah i, I think it was i think it was just to just put a bit more action into the show anyway primrose giant mutant girl is it who's a colossus colossal
1: no, 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 Colossus. I'd, I'd make it, um, maybe Warpath, or I just call her like Giant Man, but Giant Woman. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I, I've given all these people sort of nicknames, because I'm hopeless with the names, but, yeah. yeah. Sorry, go on.
0: Well, it <laughs> makes it easier. So Primrose, well, I've got my own um format here anyway. So Primrose, Giant Mutant Girl, speaks <laughs> with a crying myrtle, speaking in tongues, Mutant Girl. Yeah, I
1: call her, I call her Cipher, because um, uh, there's a <laughs> character in the X-Men who can like interpret any language but now except <laughs> She's this one opposite of that all yeah. different language yeah
0: <laughs> nobody can understand her but anyway yeah that does that, that make sense <laughs> and that, that's what i mean so many of these mutants touched are, are literally drawing directly from x-men yeah. anyway yeah where was i so crying mutant girl speaking speaking in tongues mutant girl in her room trying to understand her drawings somehow she understands that myrtle has a secret message from Mary that Mary said during her song sang during her song they gather the members of the orphanage who are foreigners to help them decipher the message that Myrtle has received the message is just come before the dark back at the police station detective Mundy questions the purists he's arrested I don't understand why Mundy takes such an interest in these bozos but anyway I guess he was offended uh they get scared when they find out that Mundi is a former boxer, and they reveal who hired them to gatecrash the funeral and abuse the women present, and that was a very forced scene as well. That, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, was I was kind of me. like, yeah, I did, I did, I did have a giggle with the former boxer when they the guys they shat their pants. Yeah, but then it was just kind of like, oh yeah, here's the information. I was like,
0: what? yeah, like yeah. <laughs> okay. I could have let him practice his boxing on at least. Yeah, one. It could have punched one guy in the head. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mundi then confronts Hugo and accuses him of sending the purists to scare the women. Hugo denies any involvement. I think it was just Mundi's excuse to jump on Hugo on a table. We know what he's like. Yeah. <laughs> only, only when he's drunk. Only when he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was only the first time. Second time he mustn't have been quite so drunk. <laughs> Sounds tedious so far. Well, much of this episode mm. was pretty tedious. Generally, it's a big step backwards from the previous episode which at least, especially towards the end, had a fair bit going on. This is just like, let's have a conversation here. Let's have a conversation there. Let's talk yeah. about boring stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, anyway, more of that later. Amalia Penance, Lucy, Annie and Cousins, the doctor, create a list of suspects they believe could be responsible for Mary's murder. Top of the list, of course, are the obvious suspects. Malady, Lord Masson, the Beggar King and Augie are considered to be possibly responsible. Penance confronts Augie to try to make him confess that he maintains his innocence. In reality, Penance is annoyed that he jilted her. But by the end of the conversation, it seems she's satisfied that he didn't do it and it seems like they're in love again. Oh, I wonder oh, how yeah. long that's going to last yeah. for. <laughs> that's, that's a real will, they won't, they won. Bonfire can, tries to confront the Beggar King, but is held at bay by one of his henchmen, Nimble Jack. Jack has the power to create a shield against Annie's firebombs and explains to Annie that the Beggar King was not involved in Mary's murder. I didn't mind the playfulness of that scene. Yeah, I interesting.
1: That was... Yeah, interesting new character. Yeah, uh, yeah. The CG the 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 I don't know, the CGI of her shields or whatever the hell, it was, that looked a bit dodged to me, but like. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a TV show. I can't it's really a TV expect show, yeah too much. So,
0: so what Game of
1: Thrones is, and The Mandalorian. but like yeah, Exactly. Mm, but, yeah. what, mutant,
0: <laughs> what mutant is Nimble Jack then? Making shields and that sort of stuff.
1: Oh, oh God. That's a good... Nah, I don't know. I can't, I can't... Off the top of my head, I can't think of Get one. Get back to me on that one. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so there, that wasn't such a bad scene. Uh, Amalia drops in on Lord Masson, who generally seems pretty amiable in this scene. I just thought they'd be more confrontational. Mm-hmm. He, of course, states his innocence duh and suggest that mary was murdered because she was bringing hope to the touched duh duh his comments and attitude lead amalia to believe that he has some part to play in the murder she plans to destroy his munitions store in the docks area as punishment i just don't quite know how she, I, i'd have to watch that scene again I, I don't know how she made that leap of oh he must have been involved somehow because uh, uh, i don't know
1: uh that's, that's what I mean. like like this this scene And the one where they were sort of putting together the list of suspects, I was just like, it just seemed like, how many words can I type on this page, and 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 we'll put it all into the script. And I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, not that I got lost. It's just kind of like, it just got a, what was the purpose? Like, it just yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. They they started doing this sort of role play thing. And that sort of stuff, you be such and such, and I be such and such. And it, it, it was just sort of like, yeah. Once <laughs> once again, I suspect this is a classic Hollywood, even though this is classed as a British series. I think this is a classic Hollywood example of the first draft also being the final draft. I don't think, you know, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, probably. Yeah. Sometimes I think with this show that stuff generally doesn't get edited a good show needs a script editor um, I think I think they're running without one on this because I think things would be tighter if you had a proper script editor anyway all right next part Mundy encounters Malady in an office in the police stations and he's there she's there strangling his superintendent she reveals that she was at the funeral and then she tries to escape Mundy catches up with her knocks her out and takes her prisoner it's kind of all right, but but just you know, Malady's been yeah. so all powerful up to the point. And then all of a sudden, he's just smashing her head into the wall and captures her. She wasn't using any of her special mm. abilities or powers to get out of this, that situation. Although maybe, a la Joker in the Dark Knight, maybe she wanted to be captured. Uh, true yeah <laughs> uh, that, that, that would be my logical assumption there you know the old monkeys with typewriters things as we know about today but anyway <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i can't understand why desiree you have a lot of fun with that meme. <laughs> a lot of shows
1: <laughs> i can't
0: understand why desiree wasn't dragged around town to get the truth out of the various suspects a bit of a lazy plot hole i think amalia at one point says i should have brought desiree it's like no shit you should have brought desiree just uh, to, <laughs> to get the absolute truth out uh, it doesn't make sense <laughs> just just you know once again you've got if you've got somebody there with the power use the power and just to conveniently forget that somebody has that power I know what happens in comic books and once again all that sort of stuff but still <laughs> uh amalia lucy and annie head off to the docks to blow up the munitions store it's here however that amalia exposes lucy as being a spy working for lord masson according to her masson has promised her a cure for her turn since everything lucy touches breaks and i don't know why she thought lord masson would have some miraculous way to yeah. sort out her ability, because you know, there's just no logic there to me.
1: That bit pissed me off. I, it, I'm, I'm. It's for me. This show is now sort of turning out like that. There's a, a, I guess, overlining sort of storyline. Yeah. And it's then it's like it's given to another writer to write whatever the hell they want with the characters, because yeah. like for yeah. me, Lucy is a character I think should have been kept on the side of amalia and yeah and, yep. and the touched at the, at the orphanage she was a great sort of strong mother sort of type character yeah and then to sort of yeah turn bye her bye into bye. this it's kind of like yeah i mean i know i know it's, it was it was sort of shocking but to me it's just kind of like i wrote the last episode and basically you know we, we killed off um songbird yeah and they, okay, now it's now it's your turn, AJ, to write whatever the hell you want for these characters for the next episode. And it's kind of like, and then, like, and then I get it back and then I've got to make up something with whatever the hell that you left me with. It's just like, uh, it's just like, uh, that's why I think I sort of started getting annoyed with it even more so when that when that particular, I mean, I, I know I enjoyed yeah. the, I know that you're going to have some lines about you know the fight and all that sort of stuff later, but like.
0: yeah No, you're right. Uh, you're absolutely right. Just, it, 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 it really was like, this is the wrong character there. I know their logic would be, you were shocked though, weren't you? I was like, yeah, I was shocked, but it made no sense. That's why I was yeah. shocked. You know, it's it's not like it was some character that you might have suspected. And it's not like it's going to help the show afterwards. And yeah, I, I don't know. you You, you know, because there's other stuff that
1: she actually like, Said that Masson was a dickhead and and all this other sort of stuff and yeah yeah and and like and now she's sort of like oh but now yeah but he I was I was acting and and he, he promised that he might be able to help me and I was just like yeah oh come on you had you had the spirit beforehand to sort of like really go against him you used your powers against him and yeah. in in other stuff and just like oh come on
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly I don't know I, I I don't know what they're thinking and and I I think you are probably right on the money with what what the source of this problem is it's like you know, it's, um, you know, being passed off to another writer. That sort of, you know, passing off between writers works if your show is totally episodic, you know what I mean? If everything's Mm. within the one episode. But as soon as it's an ongoing storyline, story arc sort of thing, if you're going to let people in and they just do whatever they want, yeah, you really do run a a risk (laughs) of this sort of thing happening. So anyway... So, yeah, the bit made no sense to me. Why would Lucy trust Masson? Why didn't she go after Masson herself when Mary was killed? Blah, blah, Mm. blah, that sort of thing would have made more sense. Lucy and Amalia have a bit of a fight. Amalia wins, of course, and banishes Lucy from London. No more London privileges, a la Pulp Fiction. Mm. So will will that stick? We'll just have to wait and see. I've got a funny feeling it might not.
1: Yeah. Too good a character to to just... yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> the, mother, the mother hen you know and it's like mm, mm. The mother hen out kick kick the one who's normally responsible who's just screwed up but yeah whatever uh, lucy does reveal the location of the real munitions warehouse since she had directed them to a fake one lucy then blows up to the real warehouse much to the annoyance of lord masson is like what do you mean they're blowing up that one they're supposed to blow up the other one. Oh my god <laughs> but that that that, that was vaguely amusing that scene but once again for the explosion for the munitions works going up it's just like this boop, in the distance and it's like come on it's a munitions works so it should be you know stuff should uh, anyway wasn't big enough for bang definitely not in this episode
1: well, uh, well, this is when this is when my wife said i'm out <laughs> she just got up and walked out of the room while it was on that bit she, she just had enough yeah she just went this is stupid i'm gone i'm, I'm gone <laughs> she's put up with it like and like this time she's just like nah i'm i don't care anymore i'm out see so, ya yeah.
0: good on you <laughs> went, oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> don't blame you i feel like this oh, i'm really feeling like this now but bad i'll stick with it anyway the girls go back to the orphanage the entire message from mary has been decoded. And it's Amalia, my soldier. I didn't leave you. I went into the sides of the city. I was damaged, incomplete. I had to heal. Soon we'll. I'm not going to read the whole freaking thing, but but yeah, <laughs> you, you, you get the gist of it. So that and that's. Uh, I think that or an earlier scene. So talk talk about your issues with one scene.
1: Oh well, this this was I think was the scene when we find out when it, like the the decoded message and um they uh the well, cipher and giant girl and. I can't remember who, uh, the Indian lady that what, so yeah. she's like, I don't know if it, she makes it into glass she or ice. I think it's thing. glass.
0: She, yeah, glass thing. So
1: like, she's glass, like ice man. Yeah,
0: no, glass, <laughs> glass glass, yeah.
1: Glass ice man. Yeah. Um, and they all sort of come into the room and everyone just sort of just standing there as if like someone waiting for someone to say action. <laughs> and I, and I actually physically said out loud while watching it, get the fuck on with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it finally, you know, then we got, you know, the, the message and, and the deciphered message and blah blah blah. But it's just like, oh man, like I said, this show is really starting to. I mean, I, I don't know. I think we, we, we need something really good to come back on TV because like I think
0: a lot of TV, we do. yeah, yeah, just, it, it'll happen. But mm. what okay, I'll confess what really suckered me onto this show was I was randomly changing channels on Foxtel. And this came on and I hadn't seen any of it before. And it was a scene from episode one where Amalia and Penance were being confronted by Nick Frost as the Beggar King. And I thought, oh, "Oh, this this looks really good. Mm. And bugger me, since then, the Beggar King has barely been in it. It, it, It's not even one scene per episode. And when he's there, he's not there for long. Because, you know, Nick Frost is a great performer. He does a good job. But... Essentially, the work he's been doing in this series has been a cameo role. And that, that really sucked at me at the mm. start. I was like, oh, I want to see where the rest of this, this goes. And oh, it's generally been disappointment since then. Like I said, I thought it was picking up a bit at the end of episode three. And then we just go into episode four. And it's like one of the big talking episodes from Falcon and the Winter Soldier with you know <laughs> some action, but not really enough to... Oh. And, and the other point I made as well that I'll make here now You know, catching up on some Game of Thrones last weekend, at least in Game of Thrones when you had a scene where everybody was just standing around talking, it was interesting, it was good dialogue, it was mm. well acted, it was yep. it, it was gripping. The, this, when they all stand around talking, and it's like, yeah, okay, when's the next action scene going to happen? When's Odium going to turn up again and start walking on water and smashing things around and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, you know, They kept talking about Odium in this episode, but of course we don't get to see him. He's recovering. In other words, we're saving up money for his <laughs> next appearance. Oh my God. So, yeah, we're just about <laughs> done with this. So, yeah, I, I, I thought, you know, thoughts... A very dull episode. The only good bit was the introduction of Jack, Jack Nimble. I thought that was really effective, but this is, this is not going to win any new fans at this stage. So yeah. yeah. And, and with reading, you know, reading the other day that uh, some somebody who reckons they're high up reckons that season two is going to start shooting next month. It's like, why? And you know, <laughs> um, uh, but I, I think if they if they do get season two, I think it's entirely because Joss was on board at the start and probably insisted on that before he committed to it or something like that. Because he would have had that sort of power, wouldn't he? I don't know. I, I, I'm it, sure there's <laughs> some clauses. Oh, yeah. Sorry? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, before everything went to shit. Oh, I'm sure there's clauses and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and what I, what I reckon, if anything that, that, you know, forget to, if it does get a second series, I reckon the studio is going to say, you're going to get a second series, but we're going to halve your budget or something like that. Yeah, probably.
1: I mean, I, th- I think HBO needs something to really rate and uh, I'd love to know if this is actually rating. I mean, I, no, I, don't I, I looked it sort of up. See-
0: it's, it's, it's generally less than a million viewers per episode, which, and I assume oh, wow. it's American okay. market, and if that's the American market, it, it it's not good. No, nah, bye bye. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So I've seen other things are being other things are being canned for um triple that. i can't like I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I know something else recently got canned and it had ten million viewers to yeah, for the show. I
0: can't think what it is yeah. though. Yeah. I can't oh, but- remember what
1: it was off the top of my head, but it just- that, yeah, no, recently got good. axed yeah. and yeah
0: there was one that got axed today it was a show that had uh, michael sheen in it that might be the one where he's doing oh yeah
1: that, yeah i saw i saw that yeah
0: that was canned as well and they reckon the ratings weren't that bad but this year i just said no nah, ratings aren't good enough bye-bye but mm. like i say if they committed early to a second season of this it might be hard for them to get out of a second season and but yeah I, I still True. i still think it's because it, especially if they can if the actors are contracted and all that sort of stuff uh, I think it's much more likely, like I say, they'll probably face a budget cut or they might even try and force a pay cut on cast members and that sort of thing. And, mm. you know, but it, it's not doing enough to, you know, justify its existence as far as I'm concerned. The number of times I've seen great shows over the years that have been killed early because they can't get the audience. And then you've got this meandering along. And it's like, <sighs> I'm sure there's plenty of other shows that deserve a second <laughs> season more than this one. So, Rating out of five Ws, I'd give this probably one and a half out of five Ws for yeah, the episode. I'll, what about you? I'll,
1: yeah, I agree. Yeah, I will give it one and a half. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. The, the it, only, you know, I, the, I, the only actress I think I really feel sorry for in the, on this on the show. Is the is giant girl because I don't think she actually really gets to act with any of the ac- other actors. No, it no to me no. just
0: seems like she- the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It just feels like she's just, yeah, on it works in on a green screen, does her a little bit, and then they obviously you know CGI it in. And I just I feel sorry for her. It just feels like she's acts to no acts to nobody except maybe a tennis ball or something <laughs> as, <laughs> as reference. And you know, that's it. Like everyone else sort of gets to, you know, act act off each other. But yeah, I feel sorry for her and yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh I, I know what you mean it, it sounds like Mark Hamill in the Dagobah days when he was on the Dagobah set for Empire Strikes Back and he reckoned he was on that set for months with mm. and he was just surrounded by snakes and dirty smelly water and Frank Oz un, I was underneath the stage with the puppet and he said it drove him nuts so yeah <laughs> yeah this poor girl but but I, I don't know you know she might get a chance to shine between here and the end of the series I, I think you know, I, I think a lot of the other ones have been underused in the show. I, th- I think, you know, I, I think this show would work better if it was more of an ensemble thing rather than just the focus they've been doing so far. Yeah, yeah. That, that might shift, that might change. I don't know. I think there's just, it kills me because there, there's a lot of potential in this show with the cast and with the storyline, but I just don't think it's reaching that full potential. And, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't think it deserves a second season. So if, but all, all it really deserves is just, it'd be nice if it was just wrapped up properly.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So if, if they only are going to get a second season, that, that might be the one thing they have the opportunity for, where it's kind of like, you know, you're going to get to actually have a proper ending, which a lot of shows don't get to have when they get canned. So fingers crossed for that, because that, that would be nice just to have everything explained and, you know, have a, some sort of ending, whether it be a happy ending or not. I usually have more to say. I really don't have a huge amount to say about this episode. I just hope that episode five is much better. Maybe it will be. But <laughs> fingers crossed, I'm yet to watch it. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it there. So, thank you, everybody, for listening and have a good day. Thank you. Catch you later. Who, what, where, where, How many ways can you lie? How many ways can you tie?